0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to another A Good Drop podcast.
1: Where every week we talk about one good drop after another.
0: Yes, indeed. And this week we're talking about, uh, well, technically I suppose two good drops, but they're two good drops with the same origin, soju and shochu.
1: So stay tuned for more history.
0: You're listening to Michael and Stuart. This is A Good Drop. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so we're talking soju and shochu, and uh, today we are drinking both because they are similar but different. Yeah, because as, as we said, they both have the same origin, they both originate from an ancient Persian drink called Arak.
1: Hmm, and well, that drink, Arak, has spread all, all over the world now, and it is very common in Indonesia as well, as far as Indonesia. Mm, wow. Well. So, I haven't had soju before, so I'm just going to be tasting it for the first time. Right, go.
0: so I'll, uh, I'll give a, uh, a description of the facial expression here. He, he looks interested. He's curious.
1: Hmm, that's quite nice. It tastes a lot like sake. Mm,
0: it, it is very, yeah, very similar to sake. But, but uh, uh,
1: I guess more green, like there's more, like it tastes like there's more herbs, herbs to it or fruit. Mm, It's got
0: a bit more of a sweetness to it Mm. than than sake has. And Mm. uh, another key difference, of course, is that uh, soju generally is served chilled. Mm. Which is what we've done this time. Yeah, whereas sake, you want either room temperature or warm. You can have it chilled too. You can. It depends on the flavor of the sake.
1: True. Just like a good wine. Yeah. You can drink it however you want.
0: Exactly, exactly. And uh, our other drink, shochu is um, most commonly consumed at room temperature, but can also be drunk, chilled... On the rocks. On the rocks, based on yeah, which type you've got. So the uh, soju we're drinking today is the Jinro Chemisul Fresh Soju from uh, North Korea, Sorry, South Korea. <laughs> Don't get that mixed up. No, let's not get that mixed up. From the Republic of Korea, literally manufactured in the Republic of Korea. So- yeah, I, I hadn't tried this brand before. But it is very pleasant. And uh, soju, considering the size of the bottle, because it comes in a bottle that's about the same size as a beer, mm. except that Don't it's, drink this like beer. it's significantly stronger <laughs> than, than beer. It's You're looking at an average of five to six standards per bottle.
1: Yeah, it ranges anywhere from 14% to 54%. So make sure you read what you get. Yeah. I think where we are drinking the like wine... More, it's more like a wine than a spirit because the one we have is only about 14%,
0: 17%. Mm, yeah, I'm trying to find the 17.8% Yeah,
1: is the one we've got. So it's more like a wine than some other varieties, which are 50 plus percent. Yeah, that, I mean, it knocks a, your socks off.
0: It's a bit stronger than a wine in mm. that, you know, it's half the size and is only two standards off the, the amount that you would find in a bottle of wine.
1: Yeah, but it's. I But flavor wise flavor wise it's yeah. it's like that. And uh,
0: even though it's chilled it has that warming sensation.
1: Yeah. It's really quite nice. Now we may or may not be in a bit of a rush today because we're recording on the, in the calm before a storm.
0: Yeah, literally. Literally the calm before a storm.
1: So there's, we're getting a little bit of a lightning show out here, and you might be able to hear a rumble of thunder through the microphone, mm. but who knows?
0: Yeah, from time to time. Hmm. Now, uh, we'll give a little more history on, um, on soju well, and, and shochu, I suppose, simultaneously, because they're both clear. They're both both distilled. Both distilled. One difference is that uh, soju is often uh, distilled multiple times, whereas shochu tends to be, not to say that it is never distilled multiple times, but tends to be single distilled.
1: Mm. Like uh, brandy can be as many times as you want.
0: Yeah. So another similarity is the things that uh, soju and shochu are made out of. Because traditionally they're made from rice, wheat or barley, but uh, they can also be made from potatoes, sweet potatoes or tapioca. And, yeah. Well, uh, it,
1: it all used to be made from rice up until 1965, where the South Korean government decided they were running out of rice. So they implemented implemented a prohibition to stop them running out. And companies started to uh, make it from ethanol based off sweet potato and other starches to get a very, very high ABV of, you know, 90, 95%. And then they diluted it with flavors to bring it back down to the you everyone else would know and love.
0: Yeah. And uh, I mean the the varieties even uh, seem to go further with uh, with shochu. With them, sometimes using buckwheat, brown sugar, chestnuts, sesame seeds, even carrots. 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 Yeah. Which I. I could imagine carrot because i've I've had uh, sweet potato shochu wow. from from Japan, and we're,
1: it we're about to have sweet potato shochu, was, aren't we?
0: um this isn't i don't think this is a sweet potato shochu that we have here uh,
1: must have been the bottle next to it,
0: yeah, I think the bottle next to it was a sweet potato one this one I'm not entirely It does say
1: made in a food coma <laughs> made in a food coma no
0: no no it's um it is the Hamada Shuzo satatssumono Daichi uh, manufactured by Hamada Shuzo. Gotcha. And imported by Daiwa Food Corporation. Sadly, my Japanese is not brilliant when it comes to reading it, so I can't actually read the ingredients on this <laughs> to say. But it it's not specifically called sweet potato shochu, and if it were a sweet potato sho- shochu, it would say so.
1: Food Corporation,
0: my Fu- mistake. Food Corporation, yes. Yep. yes. Not, not food coma. No, food corporation. <laughs> there is a big difference between a food corporation <laughs> and a food coma. One occurs...
1: One makes the food, one ingests the food yeah. so much that you fall asleep. <laughs> yes.
0: yes, one causes the other.
1: One definitely does cause the other. There are many, many different varieties of shochu and soju because there's so many varieties of just about every other spirit available on the market. Like vodka, for example. I've I've seen sweet potato vodka and beetroot vodka. Mm. So it, it, it makes perfect sense to have uh, different distillation styles for different drinks different versions of yeah. effectively ethanol and congeners
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> well and uh when you consider the way that it's produced because of course just as with any distilled drink they take the the ingredients and they mush it up and they distill it but mm. the the difference is i think the reason why two drinks that on paper look like they should taste the same yes actually taste so different is when you look at uh, how long they've been in the countries that they're in. Because, yeah, the origin was the same, but soju is thought to uh, have been in Korea from as far back as the 13th century, whereas uh, shochu is uh, believed to not have actually found its way to Japan until um, around the 1540s. Yeah, so uh, supposedly, according to uh, to Japanese historical record, that's that's the time that it appeared, and it's believed that it, you know, beginning in Persia, spread west through Europe and Thailand, eventually making its way to Okinawa, which is uh, supposedly where it then spread from thro- from throughout Japan. Mm. So potentially, the reason it hit Korea first is that it went through Thailand. That makes so sense. Thailand, then Korea, and then it would make its way to Japan.
1: Well, Iraq was. Sp- Spread by the mongols wasn't it yeah and soju and shochu as we said before have origins in iraq and they've used the same distillation processes to produce soju uh, it even used to be called iraqju because that's how they made it back in the day.
0: Yeah, as as a very similar thing. And uh, I suppose if you look at uh, the history in that period in general, you have to expect there to be uh, a lot of crossover. As as we've said in previous episodes, there have been times in the history of that region where China and Korea and Japan all occupied each other at some point. So you're going to have that crossover in cultural drinks. Yeah
1: just like brandy and wine and champagne and just about everything else.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, any... I just
1: said three varieties of wine. Three <laughs> varieties of wine, that's,
0: that's true. But each of them at some point was under a white flag being waved by a Frenchman. Yeah.
1: So Iraq was introduced to the Korean peninsula by the Mongol invasion in 2131 to twenty-one. Sorry, not 21, 1231 and to 1259. And the, they acquired the technique of distilling Iraq from the Persians during their invasion of the Levant, Anatolia and Persia. They set up some distilleries in South Korea and the rest is history.
0: Yeah, and of course, uh, now, to talk about the drinks in more modern times, uh, soju appears to be better known than, mm. uh, than its Japanese counterpart, I think in part because of the popularity of Korean barbecue, and the fact that pretty much all Korean barbecue places I'm aware of sell soju.
1: Yeah, well, it is a 100% Korean drink now. Like, you can't, like, that seems to be the only thing they drink. Well, one of the majority of the things they drink anyway.
0: Yeah, it's it's up there. I mean, Korea but have their there, own There's some thunder. There's a Korean beer, but none of the Koreans who I know actually like it that much. Really? Yeah, yeah, they like soju, but they're not huge fans of Korean beer. They they oh, right. tend to think that um Beers from other countries are better, German beer, Australian beer.
1: Yeah, Australia has some fantastic beers. Yeah,
0: like they, I, I have heard Koreans liken their own beer to, um, like American beer, like sex in a canoe.
1: Fucking close to water? It's fucking
0: close to water, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I, I don't mind it, it, it has a different flavour. Mm. Like Korean beer has a different flavour, just like every other beer from some other country.
1: Yeah, it probably tastes great in the country of origin. Yeah. But less so here, because the climate's different.
0: Yeah, exactly. Though I I do find that as with uh, with soju, Korean beer is a good accompaniment to Korean barbecue.
1: Makes sense to me. Mind if I have another one? That's really nice.
0: Well, we should try the shochu Ooh. now. All right. Because we're we're mixing it up, we're having them both we so are that indeed. you can taste the difference because this there bottle is hasn't one. been opened yet. This bottle hasn't been opened yet, so it it's taking a little bit of work to crack it.
1: Yeah. Well, while Michael's doing that, I'm going to talk about the top drink worldwide, according to the according to the International Wine and Spirit Register, or the IWSR. Believe it or not, soju is the top top selling drink worldwide. We got lots of stuff. So let me get the list handy. We have. How much did you pour me? I,
0: I may have accidentally poured us both slightly too. I poured uh, I poured soju amounts, but I did it with shochu, and that was a mistake. Shochu <laughs> is significantly stronger than Lovely. soju, and uh, has has a smell that lets you know that that's the case.
1: Oh, well, Jinro soju is the best-selling drink worldwide. Well, wow. yeah. According to the top 100 spirit brands worldwide. so Oh, sorry. So mm. the top 100 brand. It's right. Because so. before we said Kachasa was the most drunk spirit worldwide. Yes. But this is a top selling brand. Top selling brand. Which is what we've just had. Yeah. And it's really nice. So I can understand why it's really. Yeah. And it that does popular. say
0: on the bottle world number one spirits. Yeah. There you go. They, they know what they're talking about.
1: So Jinro Soju uh, beats out whiskey, brandy, and vodka. In fact, it's so popular, soju is on the list three times on the top 10. Mm, wow. Amazing. A drink I've never heard of up until last week.
0: Has, yeah, flown up the popularity. Yeah.
1: It's, it's really quite amazing, and in, it's not very popular in Australia. Even Dan Murphy's didn't have it up until a few weeks
0: a ago. A few weeks ago, yeah. They, they actually told us when we went to buy this that we were lucky that they had it in store because they have more available online than in their brick-and-mortar stores.
1: Mm, amazing.
0: Yeah, because I, I, I looked online, of course, to make sure that we were that I was going somewhere that actually had soju and shochu that we could buy. And they had a wide variety. But when we actually arrived, they had Jinro. Yeah. Which, well, of course they've got yeah, that one. Which was fine. It's good. <laughs> like, it's good. But,
1: yeah. So, as of 2015, I know the list is a couple of years out of date, but they, Jinro Soju was selling 65,000 barrels or 65,000 cases worldwide Mm. that's selling 65,000 cases this is not including uh, unmarked brands like homebrew and so Mm. yeah cachaça is going to be the more drunk because people make it in their backyards yeah with methanol Mm. distillers
0: and there's so many cachaça brands Mm. like to say this brand but but with soju there's only so many people who make it yeah. There's only so many brands,
1: and clearly they're doing well. Mm. So for a point of reference, we have Smirnoff, at no, Smirnoff Vodka at number five. Okay. With 25,000 cases mm. per year. Johnny Walker is number 10 with 18,300 cases a year.
0: Well, I, I would have thought Johnny Walker would be doing a bit better than that. I mean, that's still good, I guess. Mm. There's, that's still a lot of bottles of scotch. Does, it, does that include the premix stuff? That's the question. Or is that just. Probably not. Yeah.
1: It's in the category Scotch Whiskey. Yes,
0: yeah, so I no, it wouldn't be the premixes because I imagine they sell a lot of those. But then so would Smirnoff.
1: So the, the other two brands that are on the top list are Chum Churum and Good Day. Ah,
0: the Good Day Soju.
1: Good Day Soju. So you can give it to someone and say, have a good day. Have a good
0: day. And <laughs> what, what can they do? They, if they're going to take it, they have to have a good day. Exactly. And if they drink enough of it, they will have they a will good day. They will definitely
1: have a good day. But they won't have a good day the next day.
0: Well, they could. If, if they don't finish the bottle. Well, even if they do. If, I've, they, I've, if
1: they finish the bottle in one day.
0: I've Soju, not shochu. Because like, I've I've consumed a bottle of soju during a meal. And so Stuart just made a <laughs> face there at smelling the shochu. It's frozen, guys. as guys. as I said, it smells like it's alcoholic it, it it has that smell where sometimes the the smell itself is a warning a warning to, to treat it with respect <laughs> Because it's gonna kick your ass if you don't,
1: I've smelled a few different alcohols over my time, and this if I'd had to I haven't seen the percentage of value of this yet, don't tell me I'm gonna guess it's about thirty percent
0: twenty five oh, yeah it wasn't too
1: far out yeah, it doesn't smell uh meth it doesn't smell ethanol enough to be higher than thirty because you can smell other things in it, yeah other than burn.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's basically <laughs> twice the strength of a standard bottle of wine. It's 14.2 standards to the bottle, the particular one we're drinking, but the flavour mm. is very pleasant.
1: I would say it's got more more smell, but less flavour. Mm, they're, they're more it, it, subtle. Compared to the, the soju. The yeah. yeah it's, like, it's, it's still quite nice, but already I can feel it Warming my throat and uh, like that heat coming up as I breathe out, which yeah. indicates it's got more than twenty percent.
0: Yeah, I I feel as though uh, shochu is more about the experience of consuming it, and soju is more mm. about the flavour. Makes sense,
1: because yeah, they are they are two different drinks. Yeah, they're they're in the same category, but you couldn't call them the same drink.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't think you'd. Uh... They're, they're
1: not similar like Scotch whiskey and. Bourbon whiskey,
0: yeah, and it, of course you have to go back hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of years to find where these two drinks met. Where, where they like hundreds of years before they hit the countries they're made in now. Yeah. to find where they originated, where they were once both the same drink, and you can you can tell that they've got that common ancestry there, but they're definitely not the same.
1: So let's let's talk about some etiquette for soju. Yes, so
0: soju is. So th- um,
1: this, this I found quite interesting when I when I heard about it
0: yeah in uh, so supposedly in in Korea in polite situations where say you're having uh, a meal with your know, extended family potentially your for- Even friends, where everyone's being very, you know, polite and formal. So for- formal etiquette, formal dinner yeah. et- etiquette. For- yes, at formal dinner etiquette, nobody ever pours their own shot of soju. Mm. I mean, soju is consumed in a soju shot glass. Specifically, it's slightly, it's a different shape to a normal shot glass. Probably holds slightly more than a standard shot. At least it looks like it does to me.
1: Okay, so what what makes it different? Is it shallower? Is it uh, taller?
0: It's wider and shorter.
1: Yeah. more like a bowl than a
0: cup. Yeah, yeah. Cup. Yes, but uh, shot size. Right. And um, So yeah, it, traditionally the eldest person pours first, and the person pouring despite the fact that the bottle is small the person pouring always holds it with two hands, and pours the shot, and then passes that with two hands to whoever they've poured it for, and the person who is accepting it may accept it with one hand. And once you've taken it, you must shut it immediately, after which point you're then asked if you want another. And if you don't, you would then grab the bottle and offer to someone else, and you would pour... So
1: you you take it off someone.
0: So, well, they'd have have put the bottle down. Right. And so then, once you've had your shot, you then offer it to somebody else. Okay.
1: So the oldest pours you a shot, or it could be anyone, if the oldest pours someone a shot and then puts the bottle down, or no, they ask... You have the shot while they still have the bottle in their hand. Yeah. Uh, I'm just recapping so I understand. And they, while they still have the bottle in their hand, you take the shot and then they ask if you want another... And if you don't want another, they put the bottle down and you pick it up, or they pass it to you. Yeah, and, e- and e-
0: either way, you then offer to somebody else, mm. so nobody ever pours their own shot.
1: Very interesting.
0: Yeah, now that, that's to the, to the best of my understanding. Now, if any of our listeners from Korea want to correct us on this, please do, uh, if, I'm, if, I'm if, if we're wrong.
1: Like, I'm certain I got something wrong. <laughs> yeah see if
0: if if we've been incorrect do do let us know yeah. that we had incorrect etiquette on on soju consumption and because this is
1: important if you get etiquette wrong you you're seen as rude or uncouth, and we don't we really don't want that for you dear listeners
0: yeah and if uh, if there's some kind of uh, etiquette to Shochu, because I'm, I'm familiar with sake etiquette, but not shochu etiquette. If that's a different thing, so if if we've got any Japanese listeners who uh, who would love to who would like to tell us about uh, shochu etiquette, we'd we'd love to hear that mm. as well.
1: Maybe we should do an episode, a full episode on etiquette
0: on alcohol etiquette. Yeah. Yes, I think we should
1: we'll add, it, add it to the list.
0: Yeah, absolutely, alcohol etiquette, because that that's important. There's a lot of different. Mm etiquettes to a lot of different drinks
1: Pass the port uh how to pour a beer how to pour a wine
0: yeah well and how to pour a sparkling and how to open the bottle which is a much contested issue i think when it comes to opening bottles of sparkling
1: and do you use a sword
0: yes (laughs) well i mean you can and i have but it can get messy
1: is one of those cases where you don't try this at home.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you have a champagne scimitar, it, it is a really fun way to open a bottle of champagne or sparkling an, an white impressive wine. impressive way to open a bottle. But where they tell you on the box that it just causes the cork to come out the times I have used it, I've discovered that it also causes the top of the bottle to come off, because <laughs> right, the, the well, pressure is supposed to build, and then the cork just pops out. Mm. But the part the cork sits in also seems to go flying off. There's no shards of glass or anything. It just comes cleanly off, but it that, goes off into the distance. I,
1: I do believe that that's the point of that little rib, that uh, bulb encasing the the cork. like' it's, the bottle to, is to designed, just go
0: flying off.:
1: Yeah, it's designed to be a little bit thinner. So it cracks cleanly there.
0: Well, perhaps, but... Uh,
1: but we'll find out in our etiquette episode. Yeah, in our etiquette episode, Stay yeah. tuned.
0: Well, we'll have to test that. I'll have to find a safe place, maybe set up a catcher's mitt or something <laughs> to to test it. Because the last time I did it, it shot several hundred metres. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did it aiming away from any walls, just in, and, just in case. And it went flying off into the distance. It was quite impressive.
1: All right. So that... Pretty much, Well, we've, we've started to lose track a little bit. so We that, have, so we'll... That probably reaches us to the
0: end of our episode. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. So anyone who did want to uh, contact us and correct us on anything or give us any ideas, suggestions for things we may do in future episodes. Comments,
1: uh, positive feedback.
0: Yeah, you can uh, find us on a, uh, a Good Drop podcast on Facebook.
1: Uh, you can find us on iTunes and uh, wherever else you find uh, podcasts. A Good Drop podcast. So a good au and our email is a good drop at gmail.com. So, yeah, that's it. Thanks for the drinks, Mickle. Yeah, it's really quite nice. Yeah. So, until next time, cheers. Cheers.